0: Hi, my name is Sam. I would love to welcome you to our last episode of the second season of Liberal in Georgia podcast. I dedicated the second season to the business perspective of the country because there's a lot of things that are happening and I don't want you to miss out. This is especially dedicated to the Westerners who might consider relocation here, moving their businesses here, or are just curious about what's happening in the region. So I hope if you're that person, please watch this episode, Shirley. And um, first, before I will be introducing my guest, I would love to share some news. So, first, why last episode? Uh, Because people like it. It's helping. uh, People are curious about the country. There's much more demand for this business perspective or just getting to know some information about Georgia. So, uh, the thing is that we're shooting here in Franklin Club. And thanks to the guys from Franklin Club, we could, uh, yeah, like make happen this podcast. First, the idea was to share more uh, awareness on the libertarians in general uh, here in the country or just to bring Georgia to more the international perspective. But uh, sadly, because of the financial uh, limitations, let's say, so uh, we cannot continue this cooperation. But if you want to somewhat uh, participate, if you think of uh, some opportunities of how you could help Uh, either for the shooting uh, so that we could continue with the podcast because there are some other very interesting people in the country i'm super ready to make an interview with so please let me know um if you also consider like sponsoring this uh, podcast i'm super happy to discuss this with you i will leave a link for my linkedin down in the description and i'll be happy uh yeah to talk to you thank you so much And let's see what we can do. If you want to support Franklin Club activities, because it's a local liberal think tank, they educate especially university students about liberal ideas and spread an awareness on this topic. And they do a very, very good job. So please also, you can support them. I will leave a link in the description. Thank you so much, guys, so that you enabled us to make so many episodes here so that we could Bring these guests uh, to the international perspective, to the world, global perspective. And so I hope that some people might find out something new about Georgia, about interesting Georgians in the country, and uh, we will be happy to see everyone here. Thank you for your support, Franklin people, and uh, we are happy to continue being your Franklin uh, friends as a liberal Okay, so. Uh, I have second news, and it is I wanted to share, uh, you know, like I'm a Liberland representative to the country, and uh, I also recently became the press secretary to Liberland on the global level, which I'm really excited about. We are celebrating just some very great achievements. We're just opening our representative office in Washington, D.C., and our president was speaking at the world's largest Bitcoin conference in Miami uh, on the main stage where he was explaining this idea of Liberland to another uh, industry professionals so it was very great and because of my efforts I because I everything I do related to Liberland uh, here in the country was completely voluntary so I give speeches I organize meetups you can join and because of these efforts I was super excited to get something in return and it is uh, libertarian merits In in return for these libertarian merits i got my liberal passport so i'm super excited to be sharing that uh, um, i became the liberal citizen in the country if you would like to participate and get our residency card or maybe in the future the passport if you think that you could Help somehow liberal and to promote its activities please let me know as well i'll be happy to discuss this with you okay and yeah i think that's it i'm really glad to be in, to be seeing you here today um i'm sad honestly that it's like a really last last episode for this season i hope that we will see you another time but for now you can uh watch all the previous episodes uh, not only anymore on youtube but also on your favorite uh, other, you know, like podcast sharing applications, Spotify, and so on. I was so excited to see this podcast in, on Spotify. So, uh, yeah. And newly, you will see here, Georgi. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I hate Georgian passports. I'm just uh, sorry. Uh, Georgians' uh, uh, last names. I'm so bad in this.
1: Uh, but my, mine is pretty okay. Like Avaliani. is almost like Italian. <laughs> Avaliani. It sounds a bit, yeah, more. Uh, easy i i, kind of yeah. like, easier, I guess then compared to like all the
0: blah, blah, something really huge
1: <laughs> names. but i think that's like you know part of the georgian charm to have an unpronounceable <laughs> last names but we all are, are named georgi so that's that's pretty easy
0: yeah this is this is a great thing you already saw a few georgis here so <laughs> <laughs> this is another georgi avaliani another this in, time
1: in the, yeah this like succession of georgis yeah but we're all like unique in our Strange ways, I guess, all Georgis have noticed.
0: I think all the humans are, <laughs> you know. All
1: more, more <laughs> Georgis have that, yeah, I don't know.
0: So if you want to become very special, you have to become Georgi. <laughs> Absolutely. One of us. <laughs> uh, uh, Georgi, <laughs> Georgi Avaliani. Uh, the guy, uh, uh, Georgi is a bit different from my previous guest because he's more in the creative industry. Uh, but also he's one of the people who brings uh, country on the international level like uh, you know, like Georgian market is pretty small uh, compared to some maybe bigger European countries. So if you are doing great things, you have to expand. So you might see his works on the international levels as well, or uh, you can see his participating him participating on some very interesting um, uh, events around the world. Uh, I, I saw your LinkedIn. I was like, wow, <laughs> by me. very All nice. Right. So but I will leave this on bad. him. Um, <laughs> What I like is that he's uh, he dares to be controversial, which is not, uh, I would say controversial, <laughs> this is not very common yeah, in so society good. in general, so I appreciate people who stand out. And yeah, I think he's an interesting person, even like from the business perspective. Uh, if this won't motivate you, of course, just to yeah, stand out, to do things differently and your way. So uh, surely uh he's my, he might be one of those georgians you want to get to know something about so thank right. you so much for coming today
1: thank you so much for this amazing introduction i i'm pretty sure my mom and dad would be proud so oh.
0: <laughs> we say hi to <laughs> Georgi's mom <laughs> okay. so,
1: i don't know yeah uh, you yeah. you know the controversial is a like interesting like concept to like to explore i guess because that's as like uh Having a job in advertising, uh, it's like always a part of the task to stand out, but uh, it's sometimes not encouraged entirely. Like that's also a thing about Georgia I guess.
0: Mm. And how do you see? Because I see some gaps in marketing here, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, like, uh, how do you see it? Uh, because, OK, you do very controversial things. Maybe would you share some of your past uh, projects later that you participated in or that sure. you created? But also, how do you see this in the country or what are the par- possible gaps here that are still filled out? Because just uh, like, you know, uh, one thing, Georgia might not be the country you want to relocate in to for finding job here. Despite maybe there's also, there are some companies who are seeking some professionals as well, because there are not that many, you know, professionals in specific niche. But I think it's a very good country for creating business because it has a very good economical freedom. It's very easy to make a business here. And so, oh my God, there are just so many green fields. Like you can really like, if you want to find a country where you can relocate into and make your own business, and it will be actually... Pretty easy to do and you won't have that much competition, come here. Yeah, see you.
1: <laughs> yes, <Okay>. please, because <laughs> it happens that we have a, like, branding agency, a design studio. We just call ourselves. We're on the verge of that. And, uh, we, you know, which like, we founded after, like, years in the advertising. And we see that getting the right start is, like, very important. So I guess that applies to the business perspective and to, to the branding uh, you know, perspective as well because it's uh, the stuff that you do every, anything is a brand so if you get the right mindset from the beginning and the right people in design at least the product you are set to go and overtake the world so kind of like our interest here as well and being here and staying in Georgia is also helping uh, some Georgian businesses get the right start who uh, share the ambition of taking over the world mm. and we have a few uh, brands that we like work with uh from different categories some digital products and some uh you know kind of like smoothies as well who who have uh achieved like they're now sold all around the world so i guess it's a a nice base like to experiment with branding and the business as well so i really share that kind of like sentiment and yeah please come
0: (laughs) yeah uh this is actually a great uh perspective and it is yeah like if you have a good branding it does you can be from georgia you can be from anywhere in the world and you Absolutely. can bring your attention and you can really be unique on the on the international level
1: true uh, uh because i don't know we uh, kind of like us i just uh, started out as having a little you know a little tiny portion of the communications kind of scheme because uh i got my start at like Livingstone at Digital creative agency is one of the biggest i guess in the region with the most honors as well and as friends we just decided to play around some uh, stuff that was like left beyond the control of the bigger agencies so like in the beginning we we're really small and we had only the digital like social media part of uh, the communications plans uh, where we had a lot of f- freedom to do pretty much whatever we could do so that was like uh, a very interesting place to explore and to grow from and that's where we got our first like can lie and then and, and the first recognition from the web is, and the first big prizes in advertising which we thought were impossible to get from here but then like after that realizing that you could have uh, a look at how the communication and how the branding works uh, and when you get uh, in that um, uh, Train in the very last carriage. It's like almost when the product is done, the branding is done But it's very hard to change things and to make an like actual impact mm. because advertising, uh, You know like advertising uh, is a very fl- fleeting, you know, kind of thing because ads last only for I don't know uh, A day maximum on the like radar of people. Maybe it's very hard to keep them alive for a long time So if you take branding and if you take design the, the actual what product stands for then is where you can make some real impact and actually uh, give uh, brands and businesses a b- bigger boost. So that was like, I think, the thinking behind me and my friend who left the agency uh, and decided to create uh, a, you a know, foothold of our own in a place that we are not yet bored exploring.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, some very nice thoughts. I really like this idea that... Uh you just don't want to make an advertising. You want to have an impact on the long term. So if you have a right branding, so you actually make the impact much higher, much bigger. How did it feel to uh, win international uh, like awards and to you know like going into the world when you're from a small country where you are very different. And how do you see it on the, you know, globe level then? When you actually understand that the competition is not around the corner, but it's in the globe, so...
1: Yeah, that's a very... Uh, it was a, like, double-edged sword in a, in a sense that we really enjoyed the attention because it was, like, something that uh, us, like, most of the people had a background that business schools, uh, and we really saw this field as a kind of... Uh, like, green field, as you described. Like, something that they've never dared before to create... Uh, a creative product that could compete in the international, uh, you know, competitions, and it was the first kind of the tr- drawing of the blood, the first major award. This, like, can lion was our kind of like the like holy grail uh, thingy, and that was the the first idea that one was also very, you know, like ridiculous and advertising for a local beer company. Um, and the beer was like 34 was the name of the beer. So we decided to sell it for like 34 like Glaris because it was the first craft beer. So it could be a bit mysterious. And 34 like Glaris is like 17 times the actual price of the beer. So like for five days, the people who bought it, uh, the first uh, few people, like three people got an actual like statue in the middle of the city, like as a surprise. Because wow. They were daring enough to pay so much for a bottle of beer. And that idea kind of like stuck with the, struck some uh, courts with the juries as well at the international film uh, you know, festivals, and that was like that. It, it was a fun idea because in advertising, uh, sometimes I guess uh, most awards go to the touching, uh, emotional, and mm-hmm. actually impactful stuff that they make because there's like a huge range of. Amazing ideas every year that that uh, brings some value to the society, and we just had fun. So that was a good thing that you could have fun and also create uh, yeah, some kind of like at least positive impact on the mood of like Georgians, mm. which is also a huge uh, task that we all have in Georgia to like cheer ourselves up. Uh, and uh, and we could also do some business because that was the big thing that like put the agency and us maybe the creatives on the map. And also gave us the huge void to stay in because what's the next big thing that we can do? Because mm-hmm. I guess when we saw the other works that one, I mean like we got the bronze and when we saw the gold and grand prix winner, you know, winners who revolutionized, I don't know, their own industries, that's where we, we kind of like got afraid that like we need to go uh, way uh, way bigger t- if we want to actually make a real mark, a lasting mark. Mm-hmm. So after that, I mean, we, uh, we tried to diversify as an agency and Los grow grew a lot. Uh, but uh, I think right now what we're doing is still kind of like keeping the core uh, idea of uh, changing the world with, uh, with our brains. But under like Holy Motors, so like new agency, we try to do it uh, with an intent to make this change more lasting, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we got uh, a team uh, of like around like 20 people. And they're all disciplined in a various kind of like mindsets and various skills. And that also helps uh, bring all the random perspectives to make the ads work better, to make the designs work better, because we got this huge team involved at every stage of the process. And it's not just the designers and copywriters who will come up with the ad at the end of the process. It's the entire team who tries to nurture the brand from ground up.
0: Mm, nice
1: and now I guess yeah that's our uh, like answer how can we make it work a bit better I guess but uh, it, it, it's always uh, so exciting to get a new brief and, and a new task and a new opportunity to to leave your mark somehow on this planet
0: mm, I like what you mentioned that uh, that you dared to you know like more to dare you, you dare to stand out and just uh, stand for yourself to stand for the brand to you dared to sell the beer for so much. It's actually not so much if you are in Switzerland.
1: Yeah, probably, but yeah. <laughs> but over yeah, here, here. Over here it's a bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, but even like when you drink no, a beer in Switzerland, so you're like, what the be. hell? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's crazy, but uh, I think it's uh, for people to, you know, to dare to stand for themselves, to stand for their their brand, to actually have the skin in the game. This is like actually moving everyone ahead. It's not just the brand and like not brand on a a commercial level, but even like personal brand uh, of ourselves to sell ourselves. So we we have to stand out. We have to dare to stand out to be ourselves uh, because then it's real. Then it's true. Um,
1: yeah, that's also a very nice point.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to. Uh, Why I'm mentioning this, or I'm directing this uh, attention slightly um, further, and it is because uh, one of the things you did it was like a national. Jo- oh, this is fun, because like Georgia is pretty conservative, I would mm-hmm. say honestly. So, uh, and uh, so I- I'm happy that yeah, people actually dare to come up with such ideas because Georgians. Not not only they're conservative, but they're actually accepting. And uh, like seriously, and now now I mean like on the real level, on the human level, like okay I'm human, you're human, here you are, I love you unconditionally. (laughs) And I have never seen uh, anywhere in the world so much like acceptance on the real, real level. Not acceptance we should, but real acceptance. Mm. And one of the things that you did, uh, or one of your works, was uh, <laughs> to actually wear a national costume for men. Uh, ch- uh, how is it? Ch- Chocha. Chocha. Uh, Chocha, you know, Choha. Georgian language. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I will never learn this language. <laughs> it's just so difficult. No, but <laughs> but uh, Georgians love this Georgian things, you know, and Georgian national costume. And you made it pink. Explain what,
1: oh, what all was right. So, the, the <laughs> you know, going to get the real story or the story that sounds much better? Because there's, like, two versions of it. Uh, but I, I guess they all kind of, like, overlap. I mean, the true story is I got some pink shoes when I was, like, 26. Uh, and that was, like, the beginning of my idea because I've never had any pink stuff before in my life. And I got these, like, pink shoes. They were, like, Adidas. Something like ZX, uh, something, something, something. They were, uh, you know, honoring the fall of like Berlin Wall, because one of the checkpoints there was pink. So they decided to do the same colorway. So that's the original kind of like my introduction with the color pink. And nothing would go well with that because all of my wardrobe was some like random colors. So uh, when I had the opportunity to speak at one of the festivals, like at Black Seeds, a big like local. you know, a gathering and and kind of like it's a big festival now, but uh, back then it was just like a tiny thing, I I guess, smaller one. And that was like uh, my first opportunity to get on stage and to speak about something, so I decided to make my speech about uh how it's important uh, for ideas to stick to to mix the right amount of boring kind of like familiar and unfamiliar Mm. so that was my idea kind of like to uh reflect that on myself and to create a costume that would fit and i used to do some national dances as a kid and i was always loved that look and feel of a chocha and now I got my opportunity to turn it pink. I had uh, some help from uh, Jana, a tailor, a interest who, who still does my clothes sometimes uh, because I have some more strange ideas to <laughs> test. Uh, but like Joho was the first one who I decided to keep it because back then it didn't really make much of a noise. It was just a thing. I did my speech, everybody loved it, we laughed, and that was it. Uh, but after that, it kind of like became my idea of representing this... Uh, uh, my own version of Georgian uh, being a Georgian guy, a Georgi. And kind of like to to make a mark that's Georgian, but also kind of like a bridge between the future of the country or the internet maybe, that culture, mm. and what we have in the past. So that was like something, an experiment that always like sticks out. And I guess the big, uh, uh, huge, like... Uh, um, uh, explosion of that idea was that uh, I had to, uh, I had the honor to like write up some copy for the uh, like exhibition at uh, Frankfurt Book Fair mm. around like 2018, I think, uh, and that's where I decided to wear my chokha to present it because that was a big thing, a huge international fair where a lot of people I like, came in and they saw this amazing installation by a very cool uh, Georgian designer, George Bohua, I think he was the mastermind behind the the Georgian pavilion, Mm. which looked huge like Georgian letters, it looked pretty majestic and we had all these international guests coming in, we got some people uh, from the government, current and the previous, so it's a very big, uh, we got the clubs, we got everything, this entire Georgian culture served on a plate, and that's where uh, my costume also somehow like stuck out. I don't know. I just like wore it as I wear anywhere in the international gatherings, in advertising festivals when I have to speak somewhere, hmm. or during weddings. I guess if I get invited <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. So that was like um, I think that yeah, you know people noticed, and some of the people didn't really really like it but my favorite like story that came out of this is that uh they kind of attached the uh, the label of me being a queer uh guy which is totally okay i guess to uh, having the label to get attached to but uh, like a savali my favorite newspaper ever uh because they got really cool wordsmiths like working there because the level of hate and translated transcribed into words is just beautiful like you can never read <laughs> So such great insults anywhere else in the world, I guess, because they just twist the world in a very, very cool manner. They printed an article about me um, which said this like Georgian, uh, this queer dude is representing Georgia on the, you in, know, in, 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 in international stage. And they had some pictures like gathered from like all around my appearances with this. But the only bad thing they did, they printed it in black and white. So my chocha, <laughs> Does not really make sense. Are, and that's the only only problem I have with that. Like I still have the article like framed somewhere, and I can I keep doing it. I keep going into this stuff with my pink chocha, and every year uh, there's always like during this pride like celebrations. Before that, there's always somebody who posts this, and this is this guy needs to be stopped. And like the chocha doesn't fit anymore because I get a bit fat, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> working on adapting it and also kind of making it uh, stick a bit more because I feel that it's like Chocha pretty much unintentionally, as I told you, it was not like uh, from the beginning to make something too like, controversial because I-, I thought it was just fun. Yeah. And for me, uh, it's enough of a reason to do things mm. like weird thing. It didn't really exist. So now it does.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it became something, uh, a tool to kind of like, open a few doors up in, mm. in our minds, maybe this is this, maybe somebody hates it, or maybe somebody loves it, but uh, it's a step away mm. to take and to go beyond, because the creativity has way more things for us to discover. So I guess that was like something of a stepping stone rather than a thing that uh, should be hung in a museum. But I'm not against that, so museums, if you're if you're for it, I'd be really happy to supply it, because. Or, yeah. or if,
0: if people wanted to invite you, if if you need uh, someone for uh, to come for your wedding, so...
1: Yeah, please. <laughs> I I'm training to become a tamada as well, but I'm not there yet. So I've uh, done one wedding so far. Oh,
0: tamada, it's a special Georgian word uh, for a person who gives uh, a toast. So yeah, Georgians yeah. have a special special word for this person. So yeah,
1: we got like it's like a CEO of a feast. So you got like this director, the guy who speaks the most. Who, like leads the meeting that's I guess is a yeah like this podcast would never be over if we open the subject up because it's a very beautiful tradition in a way that you, uh, you got to speak and I'd like to make a note about that because I got some hate but I also got some love as well because Georgians sure. are like uh, quite tolerant of some new ideas I guess mm. I have noticed that because yeah sometimes we just run in the streets and we burn some flags as everybody does that I guess in the world but uh, we're more uh, open to discussing some random ideas when we're around, you know, one another because, like, one-on-one, I'm pretty sure I have way more in common with people who mm. maybe, like, slander me online than, oh, sure. than it's, it's, like, always it shows. Like so that. I've also discovered that. But, uh, yeah, it's a very fun, strange country with its own traditions and its own language of expressing stuff. So mm. I feel this, like, chocha is just a tiny part of it.
0: Yeah. You know, I would say... Uh, that in fact you just wanted to work because you like it and then it it. appeared this idea and it's actually the word who overthinks it uh, in certain way I think that if it would if it wouldn't be real if it would be you know like targeted um, or I would say it differently if you I think that if you try to stand out it's not real and I think that the real standing out is about being yourself what you really like and what are your interests and there's a lot of this you know like childish in a good way creativity and exploration curiosity to do things differently to see how things go and uh, how the world actually responds and uh, yeah I think that if we really want to stand for ourselves So it has to be a real us and it's not really working so that you just put a branding on something. It has to be real.
1: That is like so true. And that is what we had to learn through a lot of like failures as well because we always try to spin some things in a direction that maybe did not belong in the beginning. But now we realize in some of our like recent work our main challenge is to keep things as truthful and honest as we can hmm. because uh, uh i think one of the most kind of like recent things that we did and we loved and also we got a lot of like newer kind of uh, territory of awards it's like uh, we got an anthem award which is uh, kind of like an award for purposeful work and we've never kind of like dared to go into that territory as well hmm. and it was like the campaign itself uh, turned out beautiful it's for a little Georgian brand they're not so little anymore now but but, but yeah they're expanding big uh, big time uh, they're called like Cosmo and they do some uh, waste bags some handbags they do some accessories they they got some I think um, well, yeah, they do produce a lot of stuff. Uh, and they have their roots in you know Georgian culture as well because mm. they have this like waist bag uh you know one of the models which looks like a chocha itself. Oh. So uh it, it, it's a very cute uh invention I guess. Its name uh, officially is like chocha because it's kind of like a tiny bag version of yeah. a chocha. Uh, so they uh they created that and they uh, approached us to do an advertising uh like campaign for them yeah uh, to promote this waste bag so Mm. our thinking was that in georgian culture waste bags are traditionally associated with the women traders of the like open-air bazaars because when you go there it's very convenient to keep your change and your money inside and i guess it was called even the like grocer's bag in the beginning and they've been doing this since the 90s because as i remember going to those bazaars Random loud places with a lot of colors and fruits and these ladies who would probably work uh, Like I don't know like 10 hours a day or even more uh, From the very early morning to to make sure that their families could survive all these like tough times uh, They were always seen with these waste bags So I had this image and with the agency like you know the most of the people are working on that, work, you know, that uh, We had uh, an immediate connection that if we got a waste bag. It's a Georgian brand Let's uh, have uh, those people, like the women traders from Mm. real bazaars, as like models and not the actual fashion models that we're used to. So uh, we decided we got a a team. We decided to scout around the bazaars. And yeah, that was the hardest part because we spoke to around 100 of the women and they were not so happy to join in because they thought we're doing something that's a bit shady and they uh, some of them when we mentioned that we're gonna film you they were like they're uh, against that idea and because sometimes i guess in the bazaars people these like journalists go there often to get uh. some weird comments from people and then they make fun of them on the internet so i guess that also didn't you know help us but we got six brave women uh, who sold like one of them does fashion some uh, some fruits uh, we got even the shoe polish like seller so all around the bazaar we found them and we brought them in a studio with a professional like fashion photography like lego that That guys incredible vision uh, created this full on uh, kind of like fashion shoot with all the fun that you can have during that with all the clothes we like, borrowed some from their own like wardrobes but also edit some so uh in the end we published all the photos in a form of a fake uh uh kind of um uh, issue of like Harper's Bazaar but it's called like Women from the Bazaar and we also got their stories as well so we like interviewed them and wow. the stuff they shared is incredible like uh and the stories are our uh, own like Instagram and online and we got a few copies I think like circulating still around the world uh, but it's a very very limited edition and the story of, of, of that campaign became um, like uh, pretty one of the favorites of the juries and the festivals as well uh, in like Aley and also in like our directors Club Europe. we got our first big awards as Holy Motors like that because I mean it's a very honest, uh, story, very relatable. And uh, those women became kind of like media stars in Georgia as well because after the campaign <laughs> launched they were invited on ev- any kind of like show that even remotely uh, touched the culture or like fashion. Wow. Uh, every daily show. And we tried to bring them, it was like six of them and we got invited to well, like six or seven shows. So we got uh, one specific woman doing an appearance during like one of the shows. So they all got the, the fun portion of fun because I feel that was like and they felt like stars and we also felt like uh, we're doing something that's making people happy mm. and the uh, bags also sold out so
0: oh that's great <laughs> but it's so true you know it's real it's not like oh you have a norm to have uh, uh, 50% of women in the advertising but you yeah. it's it's real it's like connection with the brand like real connection with the brand and real it's it's very honest I, I, I love it and Thank you so much for sharing this and you brought me oh yeah this, one, this, this one is what this is sorry
1: bodishy. yeah and we got a few like language editions, like Chinese I'm not sure how to pronounce that probably gonna mess it up so I won't like yeah <laughs> this is our life's work
0: <laughs> what is this
1: it's a, a cha-cha uh, which uh... wait
0: okay. cha-cha is a Explain. Georgian national uh, spirit uh, made from wine. It's like uh, when you have in in Italy you have grappa. Yeah. So chacha is uh, Georgian. Is it chacha or cha-cha? Cha-cha.
1: Cha-cha. Cha-cha. chacha? chacha is the official yeah official title of drink. I mean like, what's inside? And we love that it's made from trash. It's like almost uh, <laughs> like when you make the wine, uh all the grapes that you have left is what you. Used to produce this, so it's kind of like recycled uh, leftovers of wine making process, which mm. uh, is a kind of like a nice uh, thing to say during uh, the like Global warming summits, I guess, because we're we're trying not to waste anything. And the idea for this came because in Georgia, I mean, uh, the the brand looks a bit medicinal, and the name is like "bodishi," which is like Georgian word for "sorry." And yeah, that was inspired by this Georgian saying that we have that if uh, "bodishi" like sorry was a medicine, they'd sell it in a drugstore. So we decided to create an an actual like a drug looking thingy which uh, will burn your soul but also take away all the pain and it this looks is, a bit medicinal yeah this is so amazing that's the idea. <laughs> and we just found this like uh, the shape of the bottle is also something that we're trying to patent uh, because it's a fun uh, Fun thing to hold. It's very practical and uh, to throw as a Molotov <laughs> cocktail. There's uh, huge, huge pluses to this. And we all, uh, we also use this to represent the culture as well. Because like when we go around the world, this is the first kind of like business card, almost like that. Mm. We start with the you know every conversation with this. Have you tried cha cha? And then it goes to something that kind of like gives Georgia a flavor of uh, being very open to the rest of the world, being fun to, to experiment with, and we're actually currently producing this now under the official Georgian government seal of approval. So it was like uh, the like limited amount, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, like the allowed uh, amount of like toxins in like Chacha is like around like, I don't know, 30 of like something on a scale and we got like 28. So we're like barely legal, we're on the, on the edge.
0: Congratulations! Yeah, we're,
1: yeah <laughs> you know this is the story of that. You're how meeting we norms. Our, uh, yeah, we're meeting Finally. norms. <laughs> Finally, something that we didn't really need that approval, but now it's more <laughs> more fun to have that. That, but I mean, like the idea is that we, we decided it as an agency. So this uh, we started this with a, a, a few friends, um, and now we run an agency together, like All Motors. Me, Nick and like Goga is our friend who's not in the agency but he's pretty still a very chill cool guy and it's a brand that we we created ourselves so mm. like usually we create brands for somebody else
0: oh yeah that's right so fair. that's
1: like we don't uh, we don't have that you know kind of attachment but this is the one that we created ourselves a while ago uh, i don't remember but this been uh, so this is like one of the bigger things that we aspire to to work on a bit more and it happens uh, I guess it would be like interesting to share for the people also mm, considering to come to Georgia because like our brand, which is almost like a fake brand, we don't like sell it anywhere but one shop, uh, is a sponsor of uh, the birthday of Kinkali so it's a national like holiday that we also kind of invented as a fun thing uh, It's on October tenth it's like because <laughs> Kinkali is this like Georgian version of a dumpling. But with more t- sauce and soup in it, it's a beautiful thing. you got to try it. If you, you have, have it, to. You, you have to. You it's have it, amazing. Yeah.
0: It's, and uh, it's like you you take it and uh, you cut it. You drink the sauce and then you eat it. It's like so weird. And then you, you don't eat this uh, top. And you, please never use fork. And not, just don't this it's like it's it's prohibited it's totally or use it but home when no Georgian sees you <laughs> yeah, in
1: the privacy of your home it's okay but I guess yeah that's the thing that you don't really do yeah the forks are again no forks please
0: yeah and um,
1: yeah, it's also oh, tangible food so I guess yeah it's you have the, anniversary the on the
0: 10th of uh, October, October. Why and Disney? you're all
1: invited because like Hinkali is a dish which is like 10 out of 10, 10-10. So we decided we, we, we didn't like, you know, think much about it. So uh, we just gathered uh, a bunch of friends on the first of that like 10-10s and we had 10,000 and 10 Hinkalis, which oh, is a way. lot. But we had like around like 60 people. And uh, the last birthday of Hingali uh, took place in like Orbeliani Bazaar with the help of their uh, facilities and their Hingali wizards, and we had uh, around like 300 people joining in and uh, 2022 Hingalis because that wow. was like, last year. And the guy and it's like we also have we just drink a lot and eat a lot. Uh, there's no official rules, but we also uh, hold this like side competition where. People can compete to eat a lot of hingali. And uh, fun thing was that uh, the guy who got the first place, the golden hingali, we got the mate uh, as well. Uh, was the, the guy who ate forty-five hingali. So that's like forty-five of anything is a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but the guy had it all, and the like runner-up, the guy who had like forty. One or forty-two hinkalis. Uh, he had a he, 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 little accident. He threw up all over the table, which was another amazing <laughs> part much of the story. <laughs> I, I know, but you have, you have to know everything. But it's really kind of like a thing that uh, we we really want to keep doing it because it's a uh, our own take on the Oktoberfest, I guess we gotta have that kind of like place to honor the dish that we Georgians take. Uh, uh, hold very close to our hearts, and uh, it's. I hope one day we'll get an, uh, like national r- recognition and be officially licensed as a holiday. Oh, so that's our big thing, uh, kind oh, of like mindset. I maybe think that may-
0: maybe Liberal Land <laughs> can help with this. I will, I <laughs> will think about it. Make
1: some calls in Washington. <laughs> we need to. We need the Hinkali Day. Maybe it's a global thing as well. I don't know. Everybody needs to have some Hinkali oh. at least once a year.
0: Uh, yeah, let's aim for the global, of course. Uh, this is just crazy. But this is uh, a good point for you. So if you want to visit Georgia, it's great all year round. But, it- but seems that, uh, especially if you watch our last episode, so it's very good to come here um, in September for Third Summit in at the beginning of October for the biggest Web3 conference in region for the Gamify and then we'll to celebrate. Hinkali Day. We will await you here. This is so It's got to be
1: like one big event. We could also talk with the the gamified. Maybe
0: you can make like a site event and you can sell sell NFTs of Hinkali.
1: That is... That would be a a giant... Yeah, like, I don't know. If NFTs are still a thing, then let's make it happen. Yeah, because I guess... It could be a hybrid thing. You, you buy NFT Hingali and you also get some real Hingali. I don't know. I'm not ah. sure how it works now. But we got some time before October, so.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe Arrival, which is like a Georgian startup, uh, which? startup uh, that organizes events in uh, the Metaverse. So maybe they can make a Hingali day in met-
1: Metaverse. That is something. like something that we've discussed because I'm so happy to join them. Actually, join the team, and mm. we're we're kind of like discussing exactly like the weird fun stuff that we can do in that uh, realm as well, because I I feel that all of our work as an agency, like uh, myself as a creative at like Holy Motors or individually has been uh, to reinterpret the Georgian culture and give it a more digestible, easily uh, accessible spin Mm. for the rest of the world. So I feel like that and the Rivals team is pretty wonderful. Uh, Kind of like they're working first to give me a little pink chocha in the metaverse so that's our top priority wow. but uh, I think we'll have enough time for the Kingkali as well
0: oh this is great yeah our president Lechka was speaking at the, one of their past conferences and I was speaking there in December yeah so. yes uh, oh yeah you uh, you know I
1: think my girlfriend was the moderator of the speech oh, so yeah I was tuning in. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, well, we met at this Axel event, and uh, and you were like, "Oh, I think I know you from somewhere." I was like, "I've never. I have no clue. You we know met, who you was.
1: We met in Metaverse. I yeah. think that's another thing. That I was in say. Thailand. Yeah,
0: I was in Phuket. You know, chilling 11 p.m. because of the time switch. Uh, I was speaking at uh, at a conference for. Uh, uh, for arrival it, it was like very fun but it was very last-minute Georgians uh, love to be last-minute <laughs> so that's, yeah that's true but it, it was very nice it was about uh, Web3 or women in Web3 and I spoke about like um, to actually to dare to stand out okay
1: yeah <laughs> 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 guess, uh, a very common theme yeah we gotta push that agenda for sure
0: <laughs> um, one last thing uh, what are you, or what you can share and what you want to share that you're currently up to, or okay. Two last things, what you're currently up to. And second, if you would name, uh, like some issues or fears or whatever, what you think that, or maybe some gaps hmm. or fuck ups that you did and you wish you wouldn't, you know, like these, if people want to start whatever in the industry mm-hmm. to stand for themselves or to stand for themselves on the global level. To stand out to bring georgia to the international level what are some gaps
1: all right uh that's a pretty pretty big uh big issues that we're dealing yeah kind of like with that question i guess but uh, um i i really feel that the, the, the biggest lesson that we're trying to struggle with right now to learn in a meaningful and the rightful way is to be fully aware of the uh context yeah, both the local and the global because now we're engaging with a few brands uh, right now which I think I'm not uh, we, we you' know we've signed some NDAs before the pr- pr- products are launched I can't really say much but it's like the products uh, that were born in Georgia um, and uh, some of uh, theres a few projects and they're like both digital, a fresh start with very ambitious like takeover goals, uh, and like a rival is also a very interesting uh, field that we're kind of like struggling with. And there's one uh, product with a lot of heritage and a lot of like Georgian roots, and yeah, it's kind of like we're trying to uh, fight on like many sides. Uh, and each of those projects has like very different you know contexts and uh, sometimes the, the controversial part of the communication is fun, as I noticed uh, <laughs> as I mentioned, but I feel right now we have to be a bit more, um, We have to be able to see a bigger picture because we're not going for a very short kind of like fame. We really want to to take these steps and make these projects uh, in a a way that they can kind of like create this lasting uh, legacy for the future of these brands and actually make uh, Georgians a bit more useful on the global scale as well. So I feel that part of... Having like, Georgians not uh, be late or you know, not be on the like, last minute and organize the team to be creative <laughs> and productive to struggle with these issues and to make some lasting uh, creative work uh, is a huge, huge, uh, uh, I, you know, pretty much unsolvable like, puzzle uh, for now but we're adding some real talented people uh, hmm. from uh, like around the, the industry here as well and we're trying to uh, you know uh, just also make some connections beyond Georgia and find some friends who think like us uh, in terms of um, just giving creativity a wide open space to run wild hmm. and also uh, the uh, opportunity to solve some real problems so I guess that's that's a very big general uh, outlook of what we're trying to do right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And what helps you the most? You know, like to keep creativity or to get ideas?
1: Cha cha does. Oh, okay. Placement. But, <laughs> but we don't drink that much anymore because it's very hard to keep up, uh, especially in Georgia. But uh, I guess the honest answer would be uh, that uh, they. The, uh, the joy of uh, having uh, a puzzle to solve is like something that you can't really, um, yeah, yeah, there's like uh, no rush like that, mm. because, yeah. So we like- a problem, can, do we have a solution? We're like, of course, we can think of a solution in two to three business weeks, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. Then, we, then we have some time to, to get started from zero. I guess the kind of like freedom to get started from fresh from zero to to create Mm. some solutions
0: this is I think uh, then it's a lot about perspective because you don't see a problem as suffering but you see a problem as an excitement way to self-express yourself
1: that's like I I guess it's also very like a kind of like thing to say but that is also true Mm. yeah because as uh, I'll when we see problems as like suffering we don't solve the problems like that so we gotta have a, a mindset which is a bit more creative
0: yeah yeah like this is what i mean so like oh there's a problem okay i'm stuck you know m- many people just get stuck because it feels too frightening too uncertain yeah. and to you it's more of a challenge like you get excited about oh problem let's resolve it
1: yeah and i'm so happy that there's a job for that it's like <laughs> I, I, when i was in you know at the business school it was like we're thinking maybe I could go into finance and be the guy who does the numbers or maybe the marketing was not like something that we saw as an opportunity to solve some problems. And that was like through the years and like watching all this amazing global like, hmm. agencies do some really cool stuff was let. Yeah, this mm. makes sense. Nice. <laughs>
0: Are you currently about uh, on something else? from your projects or something that is like, you know, coming up uh, and you find like very interesting?
1: All right. There's uh, one project that we launched. uh, um, So this like uh, Georgia has a huge uh, piracy, like internet piracy issues, which I'm not sure what the libertarian stand is on that. Probably it's like everybody should watch movies all the time, which I'm for. Yes, please. Because that's how I got my love for the movies, because I was exposed to lots of like stuff on the internet without paying for it. But there's uh, also some things that I guess uh, are um, kind of like uh, are not. Um, this like, Georgian culture has like suffered in a sense that people don't really make movies now commercially a lot here. Mm. So I guess uh, there's this like startup like uh, by the cinema chain, which is called like this uh, a Plus, uh and they're doing uh, a kind of like a Georgian version of Netflix, I guess. Could be easier to describe that. So we helped them launch because they got this like legal streaming rights for a portion of the films. Uh, you know, from around the world and we helped them launch with a very pompous ad which features me as a Georgian Batman and uh, a, a jo- yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's a very strange thing that happened because I, I, we didn't have uh, so we pitched an idea that we gotta have a like, Georgian Hulk and there's an a, a, like, actual guy who looks like a Hulk. <laughs> it's called the Georgian Hulk so we got him covered. Uh, we have a few, we got this like Georgian uh, major pop star like Lela Tsurtsumia play the role of like the uh, Maleficent, uh, we got uh, a Joker played by Zaliko Berger, who like, like that guy. I mean, these names say nothing, but when you look at the images, the, I mean, the video turned out really, really surreal and really fun because that guy is the perfect Joker. And we we didn't have like, uh, yeah you know like much budget uh, to spend on the cast, so like when this like Georgian Batman issue came up with. It was like it's a guy who wears the Batman uh, uh, head and the black chocha, so it's very easy to play with. Uh-huh. And maybe a uh, you know, Georgian Batman would have a belly, so that was like my thinking. I pushed the idea, yeah, opened it up, and then I got to play it as well. So that was <laughs> uh, really cool. I guess you could like see it on the Cavalier Plus page. And the idea was that to have uh, a ca- kind of crossover of Georgian film culture and the rest of the world, like what we know. And now the main uh, challenge there, we like launched it uh, a year ago, we helped like, launch it. Uh, and now the main thing is to produce some original Georgian content, which is like the fun thing to do, like what new shows are, p- people going to watch, mm. what's the new new stuff that we're going to be like, putting out in the world and Kavya Plus is like slow, mm, slowly but uh, determinedly kind of like becoming a platform which gives a lot of uh, creatives like from film, from cinema, from TV shows a, a way to express themselves and to create some like lasting uh, pieces of content uh, in the form of like random stuff like it's maybe some short films maybe some music videos as well, some uh, some films for sure And right now there are a few shows in the making uh, which I feel are really uh, interesting uh, where those will go because it's a a very uh, spark that could unite a team of people who would also one day maybe create something that is a Georgian film or a TV show that is globally Mm. uh, interesting to watch. So I feel that's a challenge. We're not involved like as an agency, like, Mm. you know, in like all of this, but uh, we're trying to get our hands in every kind of like um, pie as we can, because I feel that with uh, creativity, you can make anything more interesting. So Mm. that's a big, uh, big fun thing that we're trying to work on. Yeah. it's oh, a kind of more nice. in, in infra- infrastructural thing rather than a very simple project So.
0: oh yeah I, I think especially you know it's not just like to promote a brand but you open with such a project and such promotion you open the doors to new creative people in the film industry to express themselves to get the opportunity to actually create because I also noticed that there are not that many like um, I used to study at uh, FAMO International mm. which is like one of the best film academies in the world, it's in Prague and um i was on the production side
1: oh yeah that's that's yeah. <laughs> tough side to be on
0: yes it's a lot of work um but um yeah like i, I realized that here it, there's not something like that uh to my understanding there are some academies and some support yeah. stuff and so on so this is really good uh And I'm happy that it comes from the commercial sector. This is where we are happy as libertarians. (laughs) So, you know, the the market supports the market because in the end, it's like a positive sum game. So um, everyone wins in the long term. So you bring attention to the country, to the film industry, you spread awareness of the film industry. Then people can teach each, uh, teach each other and educate from themselves. So it's like putting out Seeds in the ground and i believe a georgian creative very fertile ground Mm -hmm. and uh, i hope to see some very interesting uh, creators here in the close future because georgia has a big potential not only on the business level but also as we saw today Mm -hmm. also on the creative side as well Thank you so much, George, for coming. I was happy to have you. Thank you. So much. you. Conversation. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and thank you everyone for uh, for watching today. If you would love to stay in touch with George, I will add there your, his LinkedIn and some, yeah, do you want please. something else than LinkedIn? Whatever. I
1: think you know, you Instagram will... is like where we post most of our work uh, from Holly motors, but mm, so that yeah. a thing. We're, we're trying to get acquainted with you know, LinkedIn, but uh, it's, looks too busy
0: oh yeah okay okay yeah yeah instagram is instagram is just fine um and uh of course like if you're a brand or if you want someone who thinks non-conventional ways i would say about branding so george is your person and honestly like this is actually something i love about georgia it's uh, even when you go here to different like bars, restaurants and so on. So they are very different. Like in Europe, I had this impression so that everything is like a copy paste of this hipster, whatever culture. And here it's like very unique. Because I don't know whether this is like something continuing as a pattern from history. Because Georgia has such a various history, like really from everything. You know, we are now between Europe, Asia, and Middle East, like, between everything. <laughs> and that's why the food is good. Oh,
1: yes, yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. And
0: here's all this best, like, just uh, the production, uh, the nature and everything, and people, you know, you see, you saw all these people that are from here. Uh, so, yeah, it just like, really interconnects in all the angles. And I also see, really, there's a lot of uh, potential here in the country that, is not known I think yet so we'll be happy to have you here as well and see you around I'll be happy
1: to stay in touch cheers